Welcome to the Testimony Service Podcast, the podcast that will encourage you, increase your faith, and draw you closer to God. I'm your host, Martina. The Bible tells us that faith comes by hearing the Word of God. So in an effort to help our listeners' faith increase, each episode will begin with a scripture. Today's scripture comes from Psalm chapter 139, verses 23 and 24. Search me, God, and know my heart. Test me and know my concerns. See if there is any offensive way in me. Lead me in the everlasting way. And now for episode 23, Overcomers. So my name is Ariana and just a little bit about me. I am currently living in South Florida in Fort Lauderdale. I don't know if any of you guys have been watching the news, but that's one of the biggest hotspots for COVID-19 as of right now. I was one of those people that thought that COVID was being blown out of the water, that couldn't really impact you in a negative way. Like I definitely believed with the statistics of people dying. um, And I definitely did not take that as a joke. And we took all the precautions that we possibly could, but Um, My family actually came from Atlanta. That's where I'm from. So they came to visit us from Atlanta. And it was my cousin and my grandma. And we were just like taking all the precautions that we needed to take with COVID. And then I first someday, like my cousin ended up coughing and he started like sneezing and he started getting a cold. And we were like, "Um, okay, like it's just it's just a minor cold. And for him, he is a um, post like cancer survivor. So for him, we were really worried because if he does get in contact with COVID at all, like there could be some serious repercussions. Like he could be one of the people that could die from it, but it was actually the opposite. He took it the best out of everybody because I guess like some of the chemo was still in his body. So it like hopped out of him and went to a different person. So him and my brother were sleeping in the same room and my brother wasn't experiencing any symptoms yet. And we were just monitoring him. And so we had noticed that my brother got a fever like two days later and it lasted for two to three days. And we started like panicking, not like panicking, but just starting to get concerned and worried because we were like, okay, like he started off with a minor cold. Now you're having fevers and fever and cough is one of the like biggest symptoms for COVID. So basically we isolated the two boys in like their own room. And then I had a little bit of cold symptoms like right after I had a minor sore throat and I was like blowing my nose just a little bit. Like it was a minor cold. And I was like, okay, like I'm fine. Like, you know, this is, this seems to be like a cold. So I was still going about my day to day business and my grandma was here. And so since she's a little bit older, like she can also be one of the people that are impacted the most by COVID. So we were concerned about her getting sick. And then she started receiving like cold symptoms. So I actually live in like a two bedroom apartment. So we had five people in the apartment and it's very small. So it's like it, it spread so quickly between all of us. And we just had no idea because like the fever was the worst symptom that we noticed. And then it was gone. Like he didn't have any more symptoms. So when my grandma started getting a little bit sick, like she started reacting just a little bit more scared than all of us. And so she had to go back to Atlanta. And so we were trying to get them better. So she was the only one who was sick at that point. My cousin wasn't sick after like two days. My brother wasn't sick after three days of having a fever. And I had a minor cold and my grandma had like some flu cold-like symptoms. And so it was really me and her at home because my mom was going to work. And so my mom didn't receive any symptoms yet, but 
for me and my grandma, we were just monitoring it. And then it was like God was protecting us because the symptoms could have been so much worse. But for them to last like two to three days and for it to just be like really minor, like no aches, no, no anything, that was a surprise to us. We were like, this can't be COVID. Like it can't. And so when my grandma and my cousin had went back to Atlanta, they actually took my brother. They went back to Atlanta and it was me and my mom here in the apartment. And then it was my grandma, my brother, my cousin in Atlanta all together in the house and their house is bigger. So it was a little bit better for them, but it was like, it had hit all of us once we got to our locations. Like once me and my mom were just here and once my brother and my grandma and my cousin were in Atlanta, it hit all of us like a train. It was like, I started getting more symptoms. My mom started getting more symptoms. She didn't have any in the beginning. It was pretty crazy. She went to work. And so in the morning she had like made some breakfast and she could have her taste buds. And uh, like, as she kept going throughout the day, like whenever she tried to go on her lunch break or something, like she just felt so tired, so drained. And like, she began not to be able to taste her food. And so she was like, okay. So she tried like six different foods to make sure that it wasn't her like just tripping or if it was like actually her taste buds, like not working. And that's another big symptom of COVID, like loss of sensation or like loss of taste or smell. So she started to get worried, but basically she had to leave work early. She went to go get tested. And two days later, she tested positive. And so that was the first test that we got in our entire family. Nobody else got tested yet. Were you freaking out when she came back positive? Like, what was that like? No, I was freaking out when she came home early because Mm -hmm. her job is really strict and they won't let you just leave. It was so crazy because she gets home at five. And so she calls me at 3.30 and I'm like, why are you calling me? And she's like, Ariana, I'm coming home. And I was like, are you okay? What happened? Like, are you okay? And she's like, I just got tested. And I was like, what? I was like, what do you mean you just got tested? She's like, I just got tested. I had to leave work early. Like, I'm not feeling good. And when she told me the story of her not tasting anything, I was like, oh my goodness. I was freaking out that. Not when she got tested, because Mm -hmm. at that point, I was like, I already came in contact with you. So it was pretty obvious that I was going to get tested positive too. So two days later, she got her test results back and I went to go get tested and I tested positive. And there was a lot of things that God was definitely doing in this story because on that Sunday, she worked on Monday. So this day before I had seen my boyfriend. And so I don't know when she had it. I don't know when I had it. I don't know when any of us got it. But basically that Sunday I had seen him and I didn't see him again that week, but he didn't get any COVID symptoms. Like he didn't receive anything. He went to Atlanta too. Like he was around other people. He was around his family. Like God literally protected him. I don't believe in coincidences. So for him not to get anything was literally a miracle from God. And so when I got tested positive, we had to quarantine, of course, for like two weeks at least. But we started- How how horrible was that? (laughs) It was definitely a change because- Mm -hmm. I'm a person that likes staying inside. So it was really difficult for both of us not to go to work or not to go to the stores. Like we literally felt so handicapped because we couldn't do anything. So I think that was the biggest thing. But other than that, it was pretty okay. Like we had a lot going on because our family was here. So it was a time to relax, but it lasted more than two weeks quarantine. So that's when it started getting rough because it's like, okay, everybody says you can get out after 14 days, but we Mm -hmm. didn't, we weren't able to leave after 14 days because we could test it positive again. Oh, wow. 
So we got tested after like seven days Mm -hmm. and we just wanted to get tested to see what the results would be because we were feeling great. We had no symptoms. And when we got tested again, it came out positive. So after seven days, we got tested, got positive. Then after 14 days, we got tested again on a Wednesday and it came out positive. And that was like devastating for us because we were like, yo, we were waiting. We felt nothing. It was pretty crazy because I was doing like research online and they were saying most of the time for COVID cases, you feel no symptoms after seven days, but it'll come back. Mm -hmm. So that second week we like got symptoms again before we got tested again. It was like excruciating headaches, at least for me. Like my mom, she had flu-like symptoms. So she was in bed. I was taking care of her. We made sure to quarantine in our separate rooms. Definitely. And we had to like clean the entire house. And so I think it was more like just really praying through it, making sure that we were okay, like that it didn't hit us in a negative way that could affect us like for long term or just affect us in a way that would not be able to overcome it. And Mm -hmm. so we really just had to make sure that we had the faith to remember God's word and God's truth that he has overcome everything. And so no disease could like overcome us. Yeah. So talk about like you're a Christian and then you got this virus, but I've heard some people use it kind of like on the flip side, like, oh, I'm a Christian. So there's no way I can contract the virus. Like I'm unstoppable. I'm Superman. I think it's just people trying to have faith, you know? And so it definitely is possible. Like even with my boyfriend, like God's favor was over him. Mm -hmm. Um, But if God wants you to go through an experience, he's going to let it he's going to let you go through it, but it doesn't mean that you're going to be overcome by it. And so like, I know for us, like, especially for me, because I'm a student. So I was at college when all this was happening and it was, it was super big when COVID first started happening. And I was like, you know what, like God's grace and God's favor and God's mercies over me, like he's protecting me and he definitely does protect us. But like I said, like there's a lot of Christians that get cancer so what can right. you say for those people who, who have terminal illnesses, who die from cancer or who have to overcome cancer? Mm-hmm. And that's why I love the podcast so much because there is power in your testimony yeah. and God will allow you to go through things so you can share your testimony. And so that other Christians, when they go through COVID, they're not like, woe is me. Like, I'm not a good Christian because I apparently got a sickness that, you know, God was supposed to protect me from. Mm-hmm. He does protect you in ways that you know, it doesn't affect you as negatively or it doesn't like it could it could kill somebody that is a Christian, most definitely. But that in itself is a testimony like that. The people around them that experienced that, the people that were having to go through that and witness that, that's a testimony within itself to be shared and to see even what are the effects afterwards. Like, how did you guys come together as a family? How hard was it on you guys? So I definitely believe that God uses everything for his glory. And so, and I'm glad you're sharing. Because in the news, all you hear is like negativity. All you hear about is like the cases where people didn't make it. So I'm like, I'm so glad that you're on here. I'm glad that your family came out of it. And, I'm, yeah. and I hope people could hear this and like, because it feels like it's been going on for so long. Like I remember when it first happened, I was like, oh yeah, you know, in a couple of weeks, you know, we'll be fine. The world will be regular. Yeah. Um, but I definitely want people to hear your story and realize like, It's not the end of the world if you get it or not. Like God is faithful. He'll bring you through whatever. Like there's always going to be something, but I'm just glad to hear a positive story about COVID (laughs) because you never hear it. I'm like, there has to be positivity out there. 
Definitely, that definitely is true. And amen, God is faithful. And so even with the symptoms that we got, like I told everybody who knew me, I'm like, they're like, how are you? Are you okay? Like they were freaking out. And I was like, guys, it's okay. I'm alive. I'm blessed. I woke up today. Like I can get through some pain. Like God says that we are going to have to endure through trials and tribulations. And we're going to have some suffering here on earth. Like that is only natural for us. And for us to think as Christians that we are immune to the world and what goes on in the world would be naive. Mm -hmm. So it definitely is important to understand that there is good and positivity, but it's about how you look at it. Like, do you see God's faithfulness? Because your faith can also determine how much it impacts you because it really is a mental thing. When you are fighting constantly on a daily basis, the enemy will use anything to come against your body. So if you're speaking negativity and death over your life, then that can only make the results worse. But when you have faith and when you put your hope in God, then you know whether you're negative or you're positive doesn't matter as long as you get through it and as long as you get back on your feet, no matter how long it takes. And that's the hard part. Like after knowing after 14 days that I was so positive, I was like, okay, God, this is another way to test my faith because like, I want to get out. Like, I'm not a homebody. I don't like staying home. So I was like, I need to get out. And I wasn't able to see like my friends or my boyfriend. So it was really difficult. And also school is coming back up. So I know people who have had COVID for months, like my aunt in Indiana, she had it for almost two months and was battling through it. And I was like, God, like, I cannot have this for longer than a time because I have to test negative to get back to work and to get back to school. Mm -hmm. So I was definitely praying hard, praying hard for me, praying hard for my family, because my grandma and my family that was in Atlanta were actually supposed to come back, like just a normal vacation. They were supposed to go to Atlanta for two weeks and come back. We had to reschedule their flights like three times because they were testing positive. We were testing positive. So it was it was definitely difficult on both ends, so much to a point where my grandma, we were actually worried about sending her to the hospital, but we prayed through it. And the next day she felt better. So it really is a determination of God putting you to the test. And so it's a test to see how much your faith will grow in him, how much do you trust him, and how much do you believe that he will bring you through it. And so when you realize those things and you realize that it's not because God is mad at you or because he has a punishment for you, like getting COVID is not a punishment. If you're acting reckless, you reap what you sow, you know, like wear your mask, get your gloves, be protected. But it's not a consequence. It was actually such a time for me and the Lord to be so intimate. And I was able to just be with him in a way. Because when you have the world going on, you know, like it is important to set that apart for God. But when you're stuck at home all day, there is no setting that time apart. Like you're in the presence of the Lord always and forever. Like you're waking up and all you have is you and God. You're going to sleep and all you have is you and God. Like you can watch TV and distract yourself as much as you can, but they're distractions. Like God is still there. So it's even in the little things where I had to just ask God, like, okay, like, what should I do today? Like, should I go outside for a walk? Should I just rest? Like, just having those conversations because I couldn't communicate with anybody else, like just having those conversations with God, which is something that's so beautiful because I feel like, especially for me, this was a time to rest. He was telling me and my family, like you guys have had a lot going on. Like this is just a time to rest. And so I feel like for anybody who has a negative story for COVID may not understand the purpose behind 
why God has allowed this to happen and why it's affected them in such a way because it's so important that we always ask God to check our hearts and to reveal himself to us. So when we ask him to reveal himself, he is faithful enough to do it. Yeah. So um, how do you, okay. So with school coming back up, are you guys doing online or do you not know yet? You're still kind of waiting. It's kind of on and off. So for me, we have the choice to stay online. Our professors have emailed us and I go to NSU. So it's not, I don't know if you've heard of NSU. I don't know. What is it? I live in Indiana. Indiana. Okay. Awesome. (laughs) My family's up there. Um, NSU is Nova Southeastern University. So um, it's a kind of small college, definitely not a big college, but in a classroom, there can be anywhere from like 15 students, depending on your major to 80 students. Mm -hmm. So for the bigger classes, our professors are doing like a hybrid thing. So some people will go in class, some people will go online, and they'll alternate the days, or you have the choice of doing online classes. They said that they put a lot of precautions and measures into making sure that school feels safe. And basically, if you do not have a mask, you cannot enter anywhere, like you can't go anywhere, you can't take off your mask. So that's definitely going to be a little bit difficult because depending on how long your classes are, they can be anywhere from 50 minutes to four hours, Mm -hmm. depending on your major. For me, most of my classes are four hours. So that's a long class. (laughs) It is (laughs) four hours. um, Four hours for class is really long, especially to wear a mask for that long. Mm -hmm. So I think our teachers with the four hour classes are just being more lenient because you can't eat or drink or do anything that takes off your mask. So Mm -hmm. It's kind of hard, but we'll figure it out. That's crazy. I've been wondering, so like for people who do sports, like if the sports are canceled for the fall or whatever, like, you know, what's the scholarship situation? I mean, you're not the COVID college expert, but (laughs) I mean, do you have friends who are like on sports scholarships and things like that? Yes, I actually do. Um, Because last year, like it depends on what sport you play, because in the middle of last year, the track season um, was actually put on pause. All, all sports were put on pause, but it was track season. So they actually have transferred the year of eligibility for the next year. So this year, um, I'm not too sure on what they're doing with whether they're going to have the team or not have the team. I don't know if they're going to make it separate or like just make sure that they're keeping their distance mm-hmm. um, because track is a little bit different than maybe basketball. Right, so right. I know definitely it is, it is changing for the scholarships. If they don't play, then I don't think they get the scholarship still. So yeah, it's rough. Some, yeah. Some, I know a lot of people are just deciding because of all the regulations and because the sport just isn't the sport anymore. And they're trying to make so many accommodations. I know some people just aren't wanting to, play the sport anyway and they're just finding other ways to get that scholarship yeah crazy times crazy times but um so just apart from I guess COVID you've been on super quarantine but like still the world is kind of in this quarantine social distancing mindset so how do you stay motivated as a person who's like you said not a homebody like how do you keep your spirits up when you are still have to limit like where you can be and what you can do yeah I definitely think one of the biggest things is just finding new things to do so we can't do everything that we used to do but you can definitely still do something I think for me I have a 
little bit more of a privilege because I live in Florida. So I can go to the beach and I can go to the pool. Mm-hmm. And for those who are in the city, it's definitely harder because like from Atlanta, I know that they have a lot of restrictions on where you can go and what you can do. So it's really just making sure that like you can still go outside. So for me, I've been exercising a lot, like just going for walks or going for a bike ride or making sure that I stay connected with people. I think that's been the biggest thing too. Going to malls, like I definitely, like I miss crowds. So going to the mall is like the biggest thing that I've done so far as far as crowds, but I care more about my safety than hanging out with people. Mm -hmm. So when I'm in those situations, it can get kind of nerve wracking because a lot of people just don't care. Like they'll pick their nose and like touch stuff. They'll, they'll (laughs) take off their mask. People have, I think the worst place that I've been though is the grocery store. Like people are bumping into me, they're coughing and doing a whole bunch of stuff. Like that is the worst place to be. So I'm like, if it's going to be anywhere, like as near as it is for the grocery store, I don't want things to open up because that is already crazy enough. So just making sure that you find other good things that you like, like don't stop doing what you like to do, Mm -hmm. like continue doing what you like to do. Just make sure that you're doing it in safety precautions and making sure that you definitely do keep your distance from people. Like it doesn't matter whether they have a mask on or not. Like you can get it by touching anything. And even for me, like with getting COVID, like a mask doesn't do anything like a mat, like, a person that's infected wearing a mask, like it definitely does make it safer, but you can still breathe through your mask. Mm -hmm. So if you come close to somebody and you don't have a mask or you do have a mask on, it's, you're not keeping the other people safe. Like you're only keeping yourself safe. So. Right. Yeah. So how do you feel like during this time, your relationship has grown with God and like how do you see yourself carrying I guess what you've learned through this time forward with you so actually the page that you contacted me on is something that was birthed out of this entire quarantine process for me it was something that I've been wanting to do for a really long time because for me it's a way of being intimate with God and really getting to reflect on like what it is that he's teaching me on what it is that he's doing So it's definitely been a time of soul searching and just learning more about myself with the Lord. Like he's the one who knows me best. He's the one that knows what I need help on and what I need to improve on. And I think during this time, he's just given me a lot of confidence and really allowed me to see where I am in life with my faith in him and how much I just want to glorify him. So it's definitely been a time of growth. I can say that for sure. And just figuring out who I am And what is it that God wants for my life? And how is it that he wants to use me? And I think the biggest thing that comes with that is the intimidation and the fears that can go into that. So it's really just a matter of growing in your confidence and growing in my identity in Christ so that I can understand that if it's God's will and God's plan and God's purpose, nothing can thwart it. Like nothing can go against it. So just God's faithfulness as well. Like there was a lot of fears going into COVID, like a lot. I was like, God, are we going to die? Are we going to do this? Like, are we going to have to go to the hospital? Because like I said, anything can happen. You're not immune to anything. So it was really just seeing like God's faithfulness. I know one thing that he told me from the beginning was like, if I did it before, like I'll do it again. If I was faithful before, I will be faithful now. So it was really just seeing like how much he was with me on a day to day, how much he cares about our needs as a human being and as a 
as a daughter, as a son of God, like he cares about us. He cares about our health. He cares about all the little things that we're worried about. Like, I know I was worried about working. I was able to work remotely. I know I was worried about school. Like I tested negative just in time for school. Like my family tested negative. Like my mom has been able to work from home. Like it was just God's faithfulness in the details. People were helping us with getting groceries and being able to do certain things. It was definitely just showing like how much God is in the details and how faithful he really is as well. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, he's definitely in the details and it's easy to overlook it, especially like we're so busy and we just assume things are going to fall into place, but we don't all the time give the credit to God for being the one who like orchestrates and is like looking over us and like protecting yeah. his children. So yeah, I love what you just said. That's awesome. Yeah. Yes, he's, he's so good to us. He will always come through in anything that we need. Yeah, absolutely. We just have to, just have to invite him in Amen. Every, every time. Every ask time. Him. You have to ask him, invite him. And also just like, it says in the Bible to acknowledge him in all of your ways. So I feel like so many people, they only want to acknowledge God when things go wrong. Mm -hmm. And that's why a lot of people will ask for a miracle if they get COVID or they will ask for healing. But God doesn't want to just give you healing. He wants you to go through the process and he wants you to experience him in new ways. And I think that's why this pandemic is still going because people are not acknowledging God in all of their ways and all of the details and all of the small intricate things in life. Like he created everything. He created us. Like you said, he's allowed us to have all of these things. So it's only fair. God is a just God, but he's a jealous God as well. It's only fair for us to acknowledge him and give the credit and give the glory and just be with him in all of the details because he's in control of all the details. He's, he's, there is no time for God. Like there is no time. He is in the details. He is the creator of all things. So when we don't acknowledge him, we're robbing him of his creation of and what he created us to do. Yeah. I feel like I've learned my COVID lesson. So <laughs> I hope everyone will learn theirs so he can uh, wrap this up and we can maybe have Christmas, <laughs> maybe have New Year's. Hopefully some holidays, right? I hope yeah. so. I hope so. Like I said, people people are starting to get even more reckless. And I mean, it's only, it's, it talks about it in the Bible, how people are going to continue to just not have the ears to hear and not have the eyes to see. And they will never understand because they were never meant to understand, but, or their hearts are hardened. So it's definitely, it's definitely a time for everybody to wake up, please. Like if you're hearing this message, wake up. Like COVID is real, God is real. And he is allowing this entire pandemic and everything in the world to happen to bring us closer to him. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Testimony Service Podcast. We will be back next Wednesday. But in the meantime, go ahead and subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Testimony Service Pod. And as always, here is a sneak peek of next week's episode. And I remember walking into that place and I was holding onto the seat and I was like, I don't know what I'm feeling and sensing in this place, but I've never felt it before. But it completely freaked me out that I was holding onto my seat and I was like, I am not engaging in this thing. I want to get out.